Hi, I'm Anika Malik. As part of our Hijrat or Migration Stories, today we are taking our first guest, Amina Faruqi. Amina is an alternate healer, flow yoga teacher, and an Ayurvedic practitioner. Her experience of teaching and practicing yoga has led her to study and explore other ways of alternate healing especially healing with food and creating a holistic lifestyle incorporating natural sciences. She is an expert on dawn method of healing and special yoga for children with special needs, especially autistic spectrum disorder or simply ASD. Creating different flavors and experimenting with food for holistic living and overall well-being is her unique passion. She is also a loving mother of three beautiful children. Amina migrated from Lahore almost 10 years ago and has now made London as her permanent home. Apart from teaching yoga, she has her own culinary enterprise, catering for special parties and supper clubs. So let's welcome Amina Faruqi. Welcome Amina. Hi Anika, thank you. Good to have you here. Uh, thank you for having me here. I'm glad I'm here. Good, good, good. So tell us about your migration story. What is your philosophy of migration? And maybe share your story. How did it happen? And um, whatever you want to share. Well, um, you can ask me. I can go on and on and say a lot. How <laughs> uh, well, about you start with introducing yourself? Um, well, introduce. I am... I and uh, and I teach flow and dynamic um, and I all teach yoga for kids and special needs um, why that was added I guess as we go along the interview maybe if we come to that I can tell you that's another story of different migrations right. and different um, yeah. you know um, travels through life and yes. um other than that, I believe as um, food being the expression of love and love being the healer, um, I believe in healing with foods and I believe in food being the nourishment for your body and your soul and for being, you know, as I've studied Ayurveda, I am an Ayurvedic practitioner and aromatherapist and Ayurvedic practitioner. So I... um. It's not like I believe. The fact is that anything that is around us and within the universe, it is all the same. So whatever is in plants is within us. Whatever is in, you know, the earth is within us. So that's how Ayurveda works. And that's my belief that there is no separation. There's no duality. So... Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I think the the quest is about understanding that there is no duality and for me migration was actually a homecoming i believe your journey started way before that 
So maybe you can share with us, how did you get into this um, quest of, um, you know, non-duality and separation? And when you started... You know, right now, while talking to you, I have just remembered something which actually, sometimes it, it is mind-boggling that uh, how things fall in place. And uh, I guess if the quest has always been there, um, you know, as a child, I always felt that, you know, who am I and what is, why am I here and why is my being here important or why does it matter to anybody? You know, you mm. ask these questions not because I was not loved and I, I came from a very happy, you know, childhood with extended family and where everything was about community you know my family is a beautiful warm and very uh, you know big hearted they are big hearted Punjabis, Kashmiris, Afghanis that's how the amalgamation of genes that I have in my myself loving family yes and uh, so I was saying then you know as life went on as human beings we tend to try to latch on to something to you know feel validated or loved or secure you know that's how we are uh, we keep feeling separated you know from your mother or from this one or that one that's the quest isn't it all our lives we try to find something that can tell us you know that, that can tell us how good we are and why we are needed yeah, so I believe you are actually saying what I have mentioned in one of my episodes uh, in the introduction, that yeah. it's about separating first, separation comes, and then there is homecoming as well. So That's it's like it. a cyclical uh, process that where there is disbelief as well, but then you find faith. You find it's for everybody. I think it's a different, uh, you were right. But I think for me, it was, um, I mean, there was never disbelief, actually. I've always, uh, I'm very lucky because I'm not a very pious person. But, you know, I'm just very lucky that I uh, never had disbelief. I always knew that, that there is this mighty force, you know, that we call God and the mighty force can be called the universe or whatever you please or whatever anyone can, uh, you know, relate to as that. Um, so it, I'll it's tell you something that as, you know, someone coming from an Eastern <laughs> philosophy of uh, mystic philosophy as well, uh, the region you and I have come from, we yeah. instantaneously sort of connect disbelief to faith as in God. My, uh, What I was trying to say was disbelief when you were mentioning that you were on mm. a quest. This disbelief is about maybe not believing in ourselves. And once, right. you know, because that is again, the breakthrough. Yeah, yeah again, that's the breakthrough. Because yeah. the breakthrough happens, then we mm. find ourselves. Uh, so I was referring to that, but you've said something very beautiful. And I think the du duality, you actually are given so many signs that there is no duality. It's only that we don't see them. I remember once I was um, going through this phase where I felt like, you know, I found something that gives me a lot of peace, which mm. was going to my best friend's zikr and her mother's zikr, which was twice a week this was my fix 
quick fix from the world that i would go to <laughs> dikar twice a week it was basically like a circle of meditation also and zikr and um, talking to like minded people and it became like my fix you know from mm. life's other problems and then i remember i was and always i felt water is you know they say water cleanses and opens channels and water is the most powerful element especially where i i am concerned i feel i mean generally i think we are more more water so and so is our planet so um i was in the shower <laughs> and i suddenly and i'm having these thoughts about it's the holiday and everyone's going to go away and my twice weekly fix will be finished what will i do how will i survive i i was having a panic attack thinking about this you know and then mm. i um got ready and i um, got a call from another friend who said i've left a cd for you and uh, with some books that i had asked her about something completely different so pick it up from my place and i said i'll pick it up and now this is a friend who has nothing to do with these zikrs she has nothing to do with this circle and i had not mentioned this to anybody it was a th- random thought and one of the cds that she had left for me was called talking to allah and i heard it and i had goosebumps it all it said was that you do not need anyone else to you know go to or anyone else to talk to when we are worried we call we look about who am i going to call and talk to and tell them about my grief and my problems can they fix it can they do anything you i felt quite stupid you know and it was i mean it was something that just again told me there is no duality so mm-hmm. this was one incident and then um a, a, you know a very intimate one which i don't share usually because you know it's um, a very intimate one of uh you know a lot of times we pray a lot a lot of times we don't pray that much i am not very regular sometimes i'm very regular and uh, but usually the prayer is a, a very monotonous very mechanical thing that we do just like a discipline you know you exercise and I, you keep doing it because um and sometimes you know like i do yoga like i pray sometimes it's a very spiritual experience sometimes it's just one one tick you know of disciplinary things that i do in my life because i believe we all need discipline so i was praying and i suddenly felt this really strong feeling came over me it was um, in the middle of the night and i just felt a very strong presence just between my palms and i felt as if uh, you know i am not alone and there is some divine not some divine being i knew exactly what it was and i just cried and i just cried because i felt that you know you were always here and i didn't see you i never knew you were here i i didn't see any i saw everything else that was happening i didn't see who was putting all this there for me you know so that right so this, again yeah this is the philosophical side of migration or separation and non duality we are talking about so if we come to the physical um side the physical, of migration I was coming to, uh, yes sorry i'll cut to cut you when i was coming to the physical from this actually my mm-hmm. my dependency i started from my dependency of the twice weekly fix and then because i came from the most beautiful city in the world lahore which is 
a hub of our beautiful shrines and you know people who are the most big hearted and most loving um mm-hmm. i felt when i came to london as much as i you know london is beautiful it's amazing but i felt how am i going to survive with, without my shrines i need to go to my shrine and have my fix again you know looking for those fixes and i need mm. to go to a certain place i need to be there to feel that peace and to i was thrown out of my comfort zone it was mm. a decision i had to make to come here i did not have a choice it was a very painful decision like you know a new life mm. actually and when i came here i clearly remember that um you know i was uh, carrying my son i was expecting my son and i was all alone and um, i was in very dire straits and i did not have a place to stay and i thought mm. i was not uh, scared i was very calm in fact one of my friends she is no more me uh, why are you not freaking out aren't you scared and i said and then what what happens then you know mm. and i think this big realization that came over me it's like when you are just dying the only choice you have is to give up tawakkul and we talk about mm. it and we are taught about it again and again and again but you know practicing tawakkul is actually like dying stepping into the grave and knowing that this is it mm. and i suddenly felt and not in a bad way at all let me tell you i felt mm. this is what death must feel like that my daughters are not with me i don't know when i will see them my parents are there everybody so you were separated i was from separated from the most dear ones and i was still alive and i was loving the sky and the beauty beauty around me that what a beautiful place i'm in look at this mm. you know i'm still here and mm. i was breathing fresh air and you know every little thing i was seeing all those things that you know we sometimes don't see maybe and i just realized this is not bad this is what death feels like i felt so light i had no belongings <laughs> you know nothing mm. and it, suddenly there was no fear no, no fear of losing anything so it was actually a beautiful feeling and i think that is what we understand as you know the migration and the uh, um, i i feel i feel we as people as souls have to migrate and be constantly separated and united it's a p- process that keeps mm. happening it's not like i found it and i'm now i'm there yeah. no i think so that keep that the real this. homecoming as i've mentioned yes. in another episode that you come mm. home to yourself and you meet yourself absolutely the naked i, I yourself. think it took me yeah. some yes absolutely it uh i think it took me half a lifetime to actually meet myself i really understood who i was after half of my lifetime you know what 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 really what i was really made of and what i mean we still don't know what we want i don't know what i want um hmm. but i mean the understanding of so migration yes i miss home a lot i miss the place where i grew up 
I miss the people. But you know what? That is all not there anymore. You know, all those mm. people that I grew up with, my childhood is not there. So I think life is an amalgamation of memories, a lot of mm. beautiful moments. And we try to hang on to them, but we can't. So what we mm. take forward is the little, we carry on the little love and the memories with us and we create more and more and more. I think that's what it is. Because when I came here, I just realized that I have uh, been put in a place where I have the opportunity to meet people from so many different races and places and cultures. And it is fascinating. It is fascinating mm-hmm. how you actually understand, you know, human beings much more. Because these are, when you meet someone who's com- been, you know, coming from a completely different background, a completely different culture, and you see a lot of similarities and you have, uh, I, I never, I mean, my, uh, you know, yes, we do take pride in who we are and where we come from and our values and our culture. I do uh, hugely. And I have to say a lot of those things I realized that I had once I came here because you, mm-hmm. you a lot of times you don't realize that you have those yeah. and you actually don't pra- practice them that or value them or value yeah. them once you are actually yeah. not there you start understanding them better uh, but you know my, my I believe that we should even then do everything with kindness and wisdom not doing following blindly so when I say that with culture I believe there are a lot of things culturally that I do not agree with unfortunately uh, but yes, I. So you're you know, talking about your culture from back home, back right? Home, yes, and I and I okay. see that everywhere where human beings are being selfish and self-centered, anywhere mm. in the world, and mm. anywhere where people are kind and loving from any mm. place. I mean, I have seen people here uh, in in London or the UK or wherever you would you know say people who have good values. They could be from any culture. They are similar. Mm, of course. There is no difference. You know, we think that we are different. And I think that is, again, um, uh, you know, something that we are mistaken about. It's, uh, I think anyone with, uh, with good values and good ethics would, um, you know, intrinsic, good intrinsic values. Human nature. Would be, yes. Um, yeah. And I think kindness and love and acceptance being the big ones great that was beautiful thank you very much for sharing this beautiful thoughts right so tell me one thing that you really miss about um your back home as we call it um and also the concept of um home is temporary as you said in the questionnaire i sent you and I ask a question, home is, it was an open-ended question because I wanted um, my guests to be more creative and open about it and just say whatever, wherever mm-hmm. they feel at home. But I think as uh, I mentioned in, in, in another episode, home is wherever I am or you are. In fact, wherever we go, home is within us or maybe nowhere. So it's the place, placeness or place or placelessness as well. That That is the homecoming. 
So tell me, why did you say that? I mean, is it something, is it your philosophy or do you think it is uh, the culture you're coming from? You're inspired by that philosophy that home is temporary. I, I, I don't know uh, who I am really or if I'm that important to say something like that because um, I am nobody <laughs> to actually you know, all spread nobody. out something so big. It is a big one, you know, to say what my philosophy, I mean, I, I, I'm... Or the philosophy uh, you believe in, yes. let's say that. I mean, to start... We all have yes, our own philosophies and it's okay. <laughs> yeah, the first one, let's uh, go with the first one and then the second and the third that you said. Yes. You asked me what uh, I miss about home. And I remember one day I, I, I write sometimes and my daughters, I was telling them that sometimes I have some thoughts in my head and then when I sit down to write, they're gone. And usually, you know, I'm... Uh, doing something or the other I, I'm a mother of three children uh, mashallah and you know I have a b- busy home and I'm a single parent and there's lots going on and I'm a bit of a space cadet uh, quite a bit of a space cadet so I she said why don't you do voice notes and I was just one day just you know a, a lot of times I had these glimpses of an unknown street or an unknown place from back mm. home you know where I would always be driving about or some corner or some completely uh, you know like any any little road <laughs> that would be uh, that would mean nothing but I would just have a glimpse of that and my heart would just long to be or miss a beat to, yes yeah. or and I you know because I, I love my vegetable or my grocery shopping wherever I go and back home, it was like they knew me, you know. I think we all want to be known as human beings. We like to belong and we like to be known. Mm. I think the sense of belonging that we have back home is what I miss. Mm. Um, but I but then I remember you did say that you create that yes, environment wherever to, you come. Yes. Yeah, I was going to come get there because, I mean, that so it. You know, it started with that. I kept feeling it over the years and I kept thinking. And even now, it's almost 10 years. I still feel it. And um, then I realized how much love I have accumulated along the way and how much Mm -hmm. celebration of life I have accumulated all the way. And so many, so many wonderful souls that, I mean, I feel like crying because it warms my heart so much that I have been blessed with so many wonderful people who have filled my life with memories and joy and learning and that wouldn't have happened if I had not migrated and I felt Mm. that my one little thing that I think I, I brought from my family was always have an open house always feed people you know laugh with people eat together these little things that we find mm. little but I think these create I am home you know so for me I understand it yeah. as being a mother that I understand that my children now especially that they're older and they're working and whatever I feel like what can I do I can be a home that they want to come home to mm, and beautiful. I one day I was sitting and I just said um, you know to this yogi friend of mine she's amazing and I said 
you know, I was meditating and I just felt that I want to be that home where, mm-hmm. you know, I, you can always find love and always find nurturing and nourishment. And um, that that's what I feel home is. Wherever yes. you create that environment of love and acceptance and nourishment and nurturing. Mm-hmm. This is so beautiful and very, very profound. Thank you so much. I actually feel lucky you are my first guest and you're, we are straight into this deep conversation which I myself was craving for. So thank you for opening this space. Um, right. So my next question is that, you know, the, the pain of separation, how do you define that? Because you do, and um, I'm sure you've listened to my introductory um, episodes where I say that we would also be talking about the pain of separation and it becomes trauma for some people but I can Mm -hmm. clearly see by talking to you that yes maybe it was the trauma of leaving home or you know you're a place you were um, loved and looked after and And then coming to and not being able to go back mind you also uh, oh. because of because of uh, social stigmas and being a single woman who's made strong decisions for herself and her family and to protect my family um i moved away a lot of people thought i was not being brave by doing that but i think actually for me it was a bigger and more painful thing to be away it was mm-hmm. more painful to be cut off um and it was very painful because my children blamed and did not understand me for a long time and that was a journey for them also which I'm very grateful for and Mm. um, I'm very grateful to have such strong daughters especially and my son is a beautiful uh, you know gift from God and um, I think that sometimes um and I mean, that was that was the painful part. It was hugely painful. Uh, but never you asked me in one of our conversations that uh, if I ever regretted it, I think one thing that I've done in my life that I have been dead sure about. And <clears throat> that was this decision. And I have not regretted it ever. And I, other people have asked me this also. Uh, you know, of moving and making a big decision and bringing my children here all alone to an alien land where I had nobody, nothing and nobody at all. And um, and I would think that I would be scared, but it was the most powerful experience of my life. And it taught me uh, more about the vakal that I, I had ever imagined that someone, uh, so an ordinary person like me could could imagine or actually understand it and it actually became funny because I felt like God's playing a game with me you know if I don't let go things don't happen (laughs) it was really funny I one day I said I know what you're doing now you know because the minute (laughs) I I, say the same thing (laughs) the minute I give up and I say because I'm actually not even doing anything I can't even I'm worrying but what is my worrying doing? It's not doing anything. I'm just worried. I've done what I can do. But you know mm. what? Now I have done what I can do. Now you tell me. Because if you brought me here, you made me do what I meant to do. You made me see what I was meant to see. 
now you decide if i am meant to go back or if i am meant to go somewhere else it is up to you you will take care of me because i will do that head on like i've done this i actually had this conversation as if i am talking to someone who is kind of present. beating me at the game <laughs> yeah and present in front of you yes yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. and i mean i i really have to tell you that it was and i understood that my challenge was that and i am very grateful for that for having that challenge and for recognizing it because uh, if i and i think if we don't recognize the challenge uh, you know my my teacher pirzia has said the most beautiful thing that has i i think that is the most beautiful thing he said a million beautiful things but this is something that you know is um, again drives the message home every time is that pain is inevitable but suffering is unnecessary mm. and i believe that pain we will all experience in life and you cannot avoid it but actually taking different paths shortcuts or um unkind ways one can say they can be unkind to someone else or yourself uh will avoid pain for a while but a lot of times when we don't stand by the truth in my case i felt that if i don't stand by my truth i will suffer forever so i went through a lot of pain to avoid the suffering of regretting what i had done this was my my journey about um you know you were saying the pain of separation and what it meant mm-hmm. the pain was going to be there i knew it was going to be very painful but i wanted to avoid the suffering and and i do yeah. believe that you know that's that that is what i did so the, i have yeah. that's been the essence of my journey what repeat yeah. as words because i believe once you unpack your own fears you actually touch the you know it's said that you have to go into the depth of darkness as well to touch the heart of darkness and then find light so i think you have to unpack your own fears to see where they are emerging from yeah and i think you then all you find is the reality or the truth is there because that is as you rightly said this is non duality and you know it's basically that separation from your false self uh, i have also mentioned this in one of my episodes that you know it's the the false self we believe we are so you have to separate and migrate take a migration from that self to find and then is the home coming that you come to home I mean, where you are exactly the growth real you are yes i yeah. mean we talk the you know it's a very cliched thing about the seedling but it's actually a very true that a seedling has to come out of its comfort zone and come of out course. of its little cocoon to actually be that big tree so i think that's what mm. growth is about and it is not a journey of happiness it's not a journey of ease you know so yeah. i i felt and i've always said that to people who've asked me about my journey on you know sufism or yoga or i find it to be you know self discovery and sufism for me means mm. non duality that's yes. what sufism uh, is you know one simple if you ask me to explain it in one word i would say it's non duality yes so um that that journey 
uh, whenever someone says oh my god yeah it's and i say it's beautiful but it has not been a journey of a bed of roses <laughs> it's it's actually it shakes you out of your comfort zone and it throws you in places where you've never imagined to be in and a lot hmm. of times things don't make sense and then you actually you know start losing the learning or the understanding or the conditioning that you've had to understand it and see the wisdom and the clarity behind all of that yes so my uh, last question would be that um i mean listening to you i can uh, say that you are a very intelligent woman you are a very <laughs> deep and profound person and you know you have this um gift of you know what we call like the practical wisdom as well um would you say that a that you are coming from if we are taking if we are saying you're coming from pakistan to have a strong woman or a woman who understands and speaks about all these truths as well mm-hmm. and then you come to uh england would you say that coming to england provided you that space that you could just be yourself I mean what I'm trying to say is has it transformed you or were you always this person do you think coming here has given provided you more room to you know find yourself or be yourself would you say that um I think actually um it's very interesting that you're saying that because a lot of times we can be who we are wherever we are but mm. we have our fears that hold us back and the fears make the demons around us real and bigger than they actually are because they are just shadows of our own fears and they also they i mean that's another they are all also you know fighting with their own demons and so on um so yes i think i had to separate myself from that place of fear and my conditioning of being fearful and not saying and not doing and a lot of questions going unanswered and not un- getting that space to be and a lot of times the li- simplest of things you start thinking that if i do this i'll be a rebel and you start thinking of yourself as being a rebel and then you start believing that you're bad just because you are doing something which you may not be you know someone may not approve of does that make sense till you mm. come into a place yeah. where you are all alone whatever you do doesn't matter to nobody and you actually so it's like a rebirthing yes, as you well you actually realize uh, that nothing really matters it doesn't matter i am not such a big deal i can be you know my doing anything will not affect anybody it, it it and you actually it's it's a bit funny that you know how seriously we take ourselves and um i think it really gave me that space yes i think what i loved in fact a friend of mine a very dear friend of mine said to me that how will you survive in a place where nobody knows you you are a popular person you have so many friends you know so many people and i said you know how i'm so looking forward to that and i remember um, just walking out and just being so beautifully invisible <laughs> it was such a great feeling because there was no judgment i think a lot of times um, there's so many it's what our sufi saint uh, shabulisha has also said 
let's uh, i want to go somewhere nobody where everybody's blind yes. and nobody knows me nobody would ask me who you are what is your caste what is your creed so i could be myself there so it's like a rebirthing as it, well that um, you come out of yeah the seedling you know it becomes the caterpillar becomes a butterfly it's giving me goosebumps uh, that you said this because it reminded me of something that i've never thought of that me and a friend of mine used to laugh about it and quote this all the time because we felt we are so out of place that we always used to, used to say chal bulya chal utthe chaliye jithe sare anne na koi saadi zaat pehchane na koi sanu manne that going yes. to a place where everybody is blind to you nobody knows your family and you who you are and you know so i think and we always used to say it as a joke this was our line as a joke and before and before mm. we knew we both migrated actually and uh, you know uh, journeys began it i had never thought of this actually you are so right. and i had asked for this you know they say every time you put something out there in the universe you make it happen mm. so i think bullesha mm. bullesha i go to bullesha every time when i go to pakistan mm. and um, yeah <laughs> so would you say that it is the wisdom of uh, those saints which sort of resonate within our it's souls in our DNA. or you know it's our, in our dna yeah You know? Yes, I think I've written this in my book as well, mm-hmm. and I'm I want to write about it more. Yeah, and I'm so glad that I can connect with you on this. That um, you know, it's like it just came to me from my mother. Say, for example, always, you know, humming Saiful Maluk or He Ranja, mm-hmm. and you know, it's that your the wisdom, the convention, the the wisdom of your land. It's it within our you. yes. You don't. Uh, So yeah. you know when when we are singing or repeating something or we are reading poetry and uh, why people of certain places are a certain way, someone said to me once, which was so true, which resonates with this also, is that whatever place you are living in geographically reflects on your personality. So people who live in a very beautiful green place will be more you know romantically inclined and. more relaxed mm. and someone who lives in um, very stony mountains and rocky areas will be a little more hard you know <laughs> towards yeah. things in life and again the, the way we live in a concrete jungle when i came to london as much as i loved it i didn't understand why no one ever looked happy and everyone did not want to smile or did not want to stop and look at this place i was the only loony character who was just going wow look at this wow look at that and um, you know the sky was insanely blue and beautiful which I, unfortunately you know our city has been very polluted and it it really saddens me that you don't see that sky that we used to see when we were little uh, in most areas of pakistan up north you can still see it and it's beautiful it's the most beautiful country ever um i have to say with the most versatile beautiful places and people but yes i when i came here i thought that and again yes the geographical element that we were talking about also adds to it the music adds to it the art adds to it what we read the stories add to it and the, this mm-hmm. this is in our dna this is who we are we grew up listening to this with our parents saying this and even if we don't understand the meaning it has gotten mm. into our bloodstream 
we are we are mm. this you know we can't separate ourselves from this it resonates within us absolutely yes beautiful thank you so much amina you and we welcome. will continue this conversation um as i am Uh, the aim of this uh, these this series that i've started is to initiate the dialogue and then coming together and sitting and down and talking about unpacking this and you know just finding what exactly is the phenomenon of migration yeah rather than just being immigrants yes we migrated to another land we made this choice willingly or unwillingly yeah. you know in both cases as in my in my case i willingly made this choice right. um so the circumstances are, could be different but then uh, you know it's about rather than just stray, staying traumatized um of this pain and carrying the pain of separation how do we now heal ourselves and heal our communities and move forward together so inshallah we'll be talking about this more Definitely. and this was the most wonderful and beautiful conversation i've had in ages i must say <laughs> I thank had, you so much it was so effortless to talk to you uh, as always yeah. so the wisdom pleasure is all your mine. wisdom has always touched me <laughs> thank you so much thank you thank you take, you care. take care too for the office